this is Trevor. Sorry, I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave me a message, I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Trevor, call me back, okay? So many things to talk about. Uh, the Oilers are one game away from entering the Western Conference Finals, and that's not really pissing me off. I thought it would, but McDavid, yes, McDavid gets to play more hockey, and that's good for the NHL. And uh, I want to talk about Steve Kerr and what he talked about during his press conference before the game involving America. America being uh, one of the most scummiest places in the fucking world, hands down, hands down. And it's not changing. It's not changing. America is going to be fucked for a very long time, and it's, it's sad but it's also inevitable, and it's, uh... The way it is. Straight up. Call me back. Good morning. Bexy, 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 thanks for calling me back. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, buddy, just, uh, you know, getting back to the real life, man. You know, had a little had a little workout last night after just fucking eating and drinking all weekend long. So, uh, you know, did a little abs, a little arms, and uh, watched the Oilers sneak one out against the Flames, man. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't highlight pack bowing it today. I sat through the whole Battle of Alberta. And uh, what can I say, man? I wasn't disappointed, despite uh, uh, despite not wanting the Oilers to win. Yeah, it's, uh, it's one of those things, again, where... Where when I see the Oilers win, I feel as if my my desire for growth of the NHL wins too because we get to see McDavid possibly do his thing for another round. And, and he picked up another two points yesterday. And the, the number looks nice and he's doing spectacular things. And uh, something just tells me, yeah, something just tells me that he's going to have somewhat of a killer instinct going into game five. I, I just feel as if he has... He has it in his mindset that he's going to do everything possible to make sure that the series does not go back to Edmonton. I think he's going to put on a show, and I know he's already on the map, but just beating the Flames in Calgary during the Battle of Alberta and doing it in the in the fashion that he's been doing it all playoffs long, I just feel as if we're in for something special in Game 5. Yeah, you know, I don't quite feel the same way as you, to be honest. I, I personally would be surprised if the Oilers pulled this out in five games. I mean, look, you look at the underlying numbers, you even look at how momentum changed in Game 4, and the Flames have been the better team at 5-on-5 five five for, for most of this series, despite McDavid, you know, working wonders and doing his thing. Like, to me, this doesn't feel like a series that's going to be over in five games. I still think it's going six or seven games. I would be surprised if McDavid didn't single-handedly will the Oilers to victory in one of those games and get them to the conference finals. But I just don't feel like this is ending in five games. Now, that being said, I think one of the biggest fucking shockers of this series is that Jacob Markstrom is being outplayed by Mike fucking Smith. Mm-hmm. How is that even possible, dude? This guy lets in a goal from, yeah. like, 150 feet away last night, and he was still the better goalie. Like, explain this one to me, man. Like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, you, you know, we've, we've said it so many times about Mike Smith. You know, he's going to lose you games, and he's going to... Just be there for dubs, you know? I feel as if that's just the case. And he almost lost it for them yesterday. I mean, that goal was... You could argue that that was probably the worst goal ever scored because... I think did, that was worse That was worse than Kluge's goal. 100%. It was from a longer distance. He just wasn't, he just wasn't watching the pot. Yeah, that's, he has no one else to blame but himself. He's zoned out. And he's, he's throwing his out. hands up in the air like if somebody else has fallen. I'm like, yeah, get the fuck down. I'm like, Smith, pay attention. What are you doing? Yeah, doing nothing, doing nothing. Uh, to touch on Markstrom, though, I think we, I think we saw this 
in Vancouver early in his career, you know, when things are bad, they continue to be bad. I'm not going to call him fragile because he's been through a lot. Markstrom has been through a lot and he's proved me wrong. You know, there wasn't there wasn't a, a part of me, I would say, five years ago, four years ago, that thought Markstrom was going to be fucking even good in the NHL. Because, again, there was a time in his career in Vancouver where he was good. He was really good for letting a goal in early all the time. And he was good for being uh, fragile. He was good for being shaky. And then he kind of shook those off. And, again, he's been through so much in his life over the last couple of years, and he showed, you know, so much strength and just top-notch goaltending that I can't say that's the case now, but something is going on. It may be an injury, or, again, he just might be – he might be leaning towards the other side of momentum. And again, momentum works both ways. When you're good, you're good. And when you're bad, you're bad. And he just seems as if he can't get out of the spell. And they're going to need him to do that if they're going to have any chance in the series. That's fucking obvious. That's fucking obvious. But I don't think it's going to happen. I think it's too late. I think it's too late. I think McDavid smells something and he's going to he's going to go get it in game five. And we're, we're going to see a spectacle. And again, I think the NHL is a better place when McDavid is playing more hockey. And uh, it's... It's not as if I want to see the Oilers win, but I can't say I don't want to see McDavid win. Yeah, I mean, I it hurts me in my heart to agree with you, but I, I do agree with you. you know, it's, McDavid's a fucking fun player to watch. I wish Edmonton fans nothing but misery, uh, especially after that guy. So the, the guy I met on the weekend in Princeton, he was born in BC, but I guess he ended up in Edmonton as a kid and got season tickets, so became an Oilers fan. But he says his number one reason for being an Oilers fan over a Canucks fan is that Canucks fans are the worst. That was his rationale. Fuck that guy. And, uh, yeah, he's like the old riot bullshit. And he just thinks Edmonton fans are more into it. No. Now, at the arena, I agree. I, like, I've sat in the lower bowl. I'm, you've been down there, too, at points, I know. But um, I, I remember, like, one of my first games in the lower bowl at Rogers Arena. I got I got free tickets. Uh, it was six seats, like, center ice, 15th row, something like that. And the guy in front of me is reading a fucking novel. Hey, I like, like dude, that guy. Dude, like three hundred dollars. No, 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 I like that guy. I like. What that are you guy. doing? You got to read whatever you want to read. No, 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 no. Reading a book in the front row. Yeah, that's. Tom, if, you, if you were reading a book in the dude, front row at a Canucks game, I would take that book and I'd smack you with it. Dude, I went to a music festival and I was reading a book. You know, sometimes you need a book. Sometimes you need to shut up yeah, the world. Oh, yeah, whatever. A music festival, man. Maybe you're not into the artists as much. You yeah. know, maybe you're not appreciating the music and you'd rather read a book. But or a fucking Canucks game, man. Come on. Sometimes you just into a fucking book you can't put it down you can't put it down you just want to get locked into that world and i don't know maybe the canucks weren't you know must see at the time you know maybe he just had the tickets this was uh, this, this is tw- this is 2014-15 they were still top 10 team in the league ah yeah yeah but they weren't must see you know he, he that, that dude saw the best a couple years ago he just said ah you know i need, I need a different place to read i need a different place to read Yo, give your ticket to someone who fucking cares, man. Yeah. Read a book in the front row, yeah. man. I saw I saw a photo of somebody reading a book at the bar, and it just it went viral on Twitter, and people were talking about how that person was trying to put on a show. But it's not about that, man. It's it's literally, you know how people go to the game and they get a, they just spend time on their phones. People get addicted to the reads. To the reads, they can't put the book down, and it's easy to carry a book around with you. And maybe this guy wanted to have a two for one experience. You know, look up, see a professional ice hockey get, game being played, look down, and just continue reading his book. I'm gonna give that guy a round of applause, okay? And Trevor, you just not a fucking no. You're just not a fucking. I'm booing cool that guy. Hit dude, the boob, right? hit the boob button, shit. Kyle. You there are so many fucking fans who would die for those tickets. Yeah. Who would love to see their Canucks yeah. play, and they did. Lower bowl, center ice fucking reading a book it's disrespectful to the real fans man no it isn't no it isn't he's just reading a fucking book you sack of shit how is it different than somebody going to the game and looking at their fucking phone it's not different it's not different 
It's just something yeah, else to I, do. Yeah, I feel like uh, I, I don't really check my phone again either, to be honest. Yeah, so you I'm know, not good you're, to, you're uh, I'm not going to condone that either. <laughs> you're saying, you're saying. Everyone knows that Trevor's on a different level when it comes to his, his lack of distraction and his mobile devices. Straight up, straight up, straight up. You you said that the, the, the worst fans, well, somebody told you that the worst fans in the game are from Vancouver. Uh, let's be honest. Let's be real. I'm not trying to say that all St. Louis Blues fans are pieces of shit, but uh, pretty much uh, we pretty much got the uh, a little bit of the brunt of, of what Kadri and his family had to deal with uh, with some of the DMs that I think Kadri's wife showcased to the world, and then it was reported on, and it went viral, and all that all that jazz, and it's just some horrible shit, yo, horrible shit, and. Uh, you know what? I'll say it. I'll say it. I, I know. I know. Racism exists all over the world, but it's super, super important. Important. I'll, I'll use the word important in America because it's fucked up down there. There are a lot of problems in America and, and ego and racism right at the top of the list. People cannot get over themselves. And those messages, they kind of fuck. I was going to say they kind of fucking suck. They, they were the worst. They were the worst. Again, I said it a couple, couple days ago, right? I said that the NHL... And, again, these fans are, they're not attached solely to the NHL. They're their own people. They're, don't, they're their own racist-ass motherfuckers. You know, the, the worst. Scum. Scum. They, they are scum. But at the same time, they do go after an, an, an NHL player. Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so I said this, that the NHL has done so much to not get popular, to not become more popular, especially over the last couple of years. It's just the truth. It's just the truth. It's as if they're just... Shooting themselves in the foot all the time. Straight up. Straight up with everything to do with uh, sexual assault and, and racism and all that jazz, okay? We see those messages and I can't help but lose so much faith in the growth of the game. And, and then, now I'm going to go on a tangent, okay? This is such, such an America thing. Yo, fuck America sometimes. I'm not going to lie. We see those messages and then we see what happened yesterday at an elementary school and it's, dude, it's disheartening, you know? It's, it's fucking gross. It's fucking... It's not all about me, but sometimes I do think about how I see parts of my life where America's going to be home due to work, due to lifestyle, all that jazz. And then I see that, and I'm it's like, shit's never going to change. It's gross, man. It's gross. I, I've done my best over the last couple of years to ignore school shootings. Straight up, I have. I have because they... It sickens me. It ruins my day. It really does. But I had to check up a little bit on it yesterday. Had some conversations about it. And damn, bro. I don't even know what else to say, but America... America sucks. America sucks, yo. Yeah, America does fucking suck. And, uh, you know, hadn't I talked about that yesterday? Like, I just, like, my heart hurts so much for... Not even the parents of the shooting yesterday, but all the fucking school shootings over the past 10, 20 years. Like, one is too many. I mean, I don't even have the numbers in front of me, but uh, we've all lost count of how many school shootings there's been in the States. And uh, I, I, I encourage anyone who hasn't heard it yet to go listen to uh, Steve Kerr's uh, pregame press conference yesterday, uh, head coach of the Golden State yeah. Warriors. He basically ripped politicians in America. Um, I'm not going to talk about basketball. Nothing's uh, happened with our team in the last six hours. We're going to start the same way tonight. Um, any basketball questions uh, don't matter. Um, since we left shoot-around, 14 children were killed 400 miles from here and a, and a teacher. And in the last 10 days, we've had elderly black people killed in a supermarket in Buffalo. We've had Asian churchgoers killed 
in Southern California, and now we have children murdered at school. When are we going to do something? I'm tired. I'm, I'm so tired of getting up here and offering condolences to, to the devastated families that are out there. I'm so tired of the, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm tired of the moments of silence. Enough. There's 50 senators right now who refuse to vote on H.R. 8, which is a background check rule that the House passed a couple of years ago. It's been sitting there for two years. And there's a reason they won't vote on it, to hold on to power. So I ask you, Mitch McConnell, I ask all of you senators who refuse to do anything about the violence and school shootings and supermarket shootings, I ask you, are you going to put your own desire for power ahead of the lives of our children and our elderly and our churchgoers? Because that's what it looks like. It's what we do every week. So I'm fed up. I've had enough. We're going to play the game tonight. But I want every person here, every person listening to this, to think about your own child or grandchild or mother or father or sister or brother. How would you feel if this happened to you today? We can't get numb to this. We can't sit here and just read about it and go, well, let's have a moment of silence. Yeah, go Dubs, you know. Come on, Mavs, let's go. That's what we're going to do. We're going to go play a basketball game. And, the, and 50 senators in Washington are going to hold us hostage. Do you realize that 90% of Americans, regardless of political party, want background check, universal background check? 90% of us, we are being held hostage by 50 senators in Washington who refuse to even put it to a vote, despite what we, the American people, want. They won't vote on it because they want to hold on to their own power. It's pathetic. I've had enough. You know, when he was saying, you know, 90% of Americans uh, want, um, I can't remember the exact name for it, but there's basically a, a bill out there that's been passed uh, to do background checks for gun owners. And this bill has been passed, but the senators refuse to bring it to vote. Meanwhile, they're going to fucking fight over abortion laws of... Yeah. <laughs> been in place for 30 years i mean uh, politicians okay. drive me nuts man they're, they're gonna they're gonna fight about you know a woman's right to choose what to do with their baby and say oh you're killing the baby but oh it's okay to have guns to protect our children when really it's the fucking gun laws you have in place that are the reason children are dying so i i, I mean america's so fucking it's it's a beautiful country but it's so fucked i mean how can one of the richest countries in the world be so fucking stupid it, uh, it blows my mind, man. It's uh, yeah. it's a sad fucking place down there. And like you said with the racism, too, I mean, uh, it happens here in Canada. Like, let's not pretend it doesn't happen here. It does happen here for sure. Uh, but for all those Blues fans who uh, were, you know, sending Kondry messages, fuck you. Fuck yeah, you. Fuck and you. I hope Najin Kondry lifts the Stanley Cup and lifts the middle finger at the rest of St. Louis. Dude, it happens up here, and it's intertwined with culture and all that jazz up here you know to a to a certain capacity it really does it, it has to be look at how canada was built it's inevitable that that stuff is in some of the dna in canada but it's on another fucking level in america it is they take the cake they yeah. take the cake and they're twisted up with their racism not being able to get over uh, negligence uh, just some stupid ass shit and then you look at the gun laws and their lack of care for pushing the bill forward or moving forward with making sure it's harder to get guns and why aren't they doing it quicker 
because they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. And if they really did, I know they're probably going to say, you know, it's, it's hard. It's hard. It's, it's hard to get past these things. You know, it takes years and years and years after one thing is passed to get the next thing. Dude, this is just stupid. It's just stupid. If more people in America stepped up, especially those who work at the counters, work at these gun stores, work at these departments, if they just, they just knew what was right and did what was right, they wouldn't be handing off guns to people that obviously should not be having guns. And it's, yeah, it's fucking sad, bro. It's sad, bro. That's yeah, America. Fuck politicians in America, man. I mean, it's, it's all about power at the end of the day. It's Republicans and Democrats, you know, keeping bills in their back pocket and, uh, you know, trying to wield them for power and not really caring about the American people. So, yeah, uh, like I said, Canada's not a perfect country either, but fuck am I glad to be in Canada and not in America. Yeah, exactly. Oh, crazy. Okay, so condolences to, uh, yeah. The that that being said, though, I don't, I don't want the Stanley Cup to come back to Canada this okay. year. I don't want it to come back uh, when Vancouver wins. Just, just going to put that out there. Hey, okay, put that out there. Okay, <laughs> you, you enjoy your day, man. You enjoy your day. One love, one love to family, and uh, work hard today. Work hard. I work hard. I'm going to go kiss my baby later for sure. You, you go kiss your dog, man. Your dog's important. Hey, go okay. kiss your girl, too, while you're at it. Hey, okay. Make sure you kiss your girl, then your dog, because uh, <laughs> that could get messy otherwise. <laughs> Dude, my dog gets so jealous. Yeah, I can't. I can't hang out with my dog around my dog. It's crazy. All right. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. All right. All right. Peace, One bro. Up.